0: podcast answer man episode number 183 entertaining educational and encouraging content that makes a difference this is
1: gspn.tv join the community
0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Podcast Answer Man. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft, and of course, this is the podcast about podcasting, where I encourage you on a weekly basis to never settle for less, take your show to the next level with every new episode. My friends, I have a great show planned for you today, and in fact, I'm recording this pretty much just the day after my last episode. That's right, my friends, I am here. I just recorded episode number 182 yesterday, and I just could not possibly wait until next week to record this new episode. Now, I am going to wait to release this next episode until uh, probably Thursday of next week, Because I don't want to spoil you guys. I mean, if I start giving you podcasts like several a week, you start expecting them several a week, and I may not always be able to maintain uh, this level of production, although I think I probably could. But anyway, the thing is, is that I just had to share with you what's on my heart today. Now, one of the drawbacks of recording a podcast, you know, six days before you're ready to release it, is that there is a very high likelihood that there are going to be plenty of things that happen between now and Thursday that I will desperately want you to know in this episode but I won't be able to share with you well not okay so the limitation's not really there but the artificial limitation I put up on myself is that I won't be able to share with you all of the things that happen over the next 6 days until the following episode I've done this before. I know there have been times when I have just like recorded seven podcast episodes in a week and uh, released them ahead of time. It it, it just gets crazy. Anyway, you get the idea here. But today... I know what I want to share, and I know that I don't want to wait until next week to share it, so if you want to know what's going to happen in this episode, we're going to take a call from Zach, who calls in two questions, Uh, and then uh, first question is going to be, if I don't like the lame encoder, then what do I suggest doing to to encode your MP3 files? Another question is going to be about is the iPhone good enough to do in-person interviews and what would I recommend uh, for that uh, as far as recorders go. And then, of course, uh, Chef Tony's called in a question and he wants to know, Uh, why it is that I'm using, it it, it seems that I'm using pages instead of blog posts on some of my podcast episodes. And what kind, you know, is that what's going on? What kind of strategy do I have there between uh, determining a page or a post? I'm going to talk about that. And of course, have you ever heard anybody tell you that you could get rich quick doing something online? Well, I want to give you some of my thoughts of whether or not it's possible to get rich quick. And is get rich quick the same as the thought of making money while you sleep. Uh, That and more coming up in this episode of Podcast Answer Man. And then, of course, I'm going to wrap things up with two testimonials that have uh, really, in my... my, It's basically just radically just changed my... Uh, life in such a way that I'm just positively encouraged uh, to know that what I have been doing all of these years is really paying off and that I've really accomplished my goals to to build relationships with my audience, to build relationships with my clients, and to turn my clients into friends. And, um, you know, and, and, and basically it's the understanding and the encouragement for those of you who are out there who are looking to make it on your own, out there, online, doing what you love for a living. So if any of that sounds interesting to you, then do me a favor, sit down, or okay, for some of you on the treadmill, don't sit down, get ready, stay tuned for this entire episode episode because it's going to be epic hey we're going to start things off with chef tony and uh, chef tony's calling or no 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 not chef tony zach we're going to start things off with zach and by the way real quick note to zach and future people who will call in i would like to ask you to do me this favor i'm I'm not complaining zach please understand this isn't like a slight don't feel bad don't write me an email say i'm so sorry cliff i didn't know because you don't need to. But here's the thing I am going to ask, and I, I, I bring this up whenever uh, somebody calls in with more than one question on the same voicemail feedback. I'm just gonna ask if you have two questions, hang pick up the phone, call the voicemail feedback hotline or you know if you're a podcaster, why not just record high quality recordings and send it my way? Uh, just just record one question per call or per audio file. Now you can send me eight of them back to back. That's completely fine. I will not, I mean, obviously I'll, I'll spread them out in future shows, but you can call the questions in back to back to back. But if you do me a favor and only call in one question per call, it really helps me to make sure that I fit in other people's questions as well uh, throughout episodes. And again, uh, Zach, that, please understand, don't even bother. I mean, it's, it's not a big deal. In fact, you had two great questions and let's hear what they are. Hey Cliff,
2: Zach Erickson here from the Between Your Ears podcast at BetweenYourEars.net. I've got two questions for you. First question, uh, on episode 181, I believe, your last episode, you mentioned that you don't like using the lame encoder in Audacity for MP3 files, just wondering maybe what a good alternative would be, and also uh, like a program outside of Audacity to use, preferably something free still kind of on the starting point here uh, second question I'm looking to do some in-person interviews what or what would you suggest uh, is a good entry level recorder and do you think that a iPhone 4 would be a reasonable one I've never tried I, I was gonna maybe run some tests or whatever but I also was thinking of maybe I just the only microphone I have at the moment is a, a Samsung q1u it's a dynamic usb microphone and uh you know just kind of huddle together over the microphone and (laughs) see what happens i guess i don't know anyways just wondering
0: what your thoughts are uh and i love the show thanks Hey, Zach, thank you so much for these wonderful questions. And so the first thing is, is if I don't like the LAME encoder, what alternatives are there out there? Now, there are several different MP3 encoders that you can use. And of course, LAME is the encoder that uh, is most widely distributed through Audacity, or actually they don't distribute it with audacity but if you go and download audacity they have the functionality for you to just plug that baby right on in there but they make you go download it separately and they do that for licensing issues and all this other stuff but anyway uh the lame encoder is absolutely free anybody can use it but the only thing is is I don't like it I believe it is lame and in fact what I'm going to do is I'm going to pause the recording right now and I'm going to re- go and record my audio and I'm going to I'm going to actually compress it using the lame encoder and see if we can tell the difference Okay, and I'm back. I paused there for just a second to record something into Audacity. Now, of course, you may even hear when I actually say lame encoder, you're going to hear a little tiny skip. And uh, yet, that's another reason why I don't record into software normally. But anyway, uh, you're going to get the effect here. Now, I'm going to say, in all fairness. Co- enc- oh, sorry. I had to. I clicked the back button there and it's starting to play it back. Anyway, in all fairness. I did, re- I am actually playing this at, I did save this at 64 kilobits per second, all right, at 64 kilobits per second, just to show you the difference, and in fact, what I'll do is I will go in and record a, um, a, a thing in Adobe Audition at 64 kilobits per second and play it back just to give you the, the side-by-side comparison, but here's what a poorly compressed file sounds like. Here you go this is a test of the lame encoder and if i'm right this should actually sound like i've like choking on liquid as i talk my voice should not be as clear and as crisp as the rest of this episode this is the end of this test all right so there you go that is what a poorly compressed file sounds like and that's the lame encoder now I'm going to go ahead and pause and I'm going to record another session uh, this time in Adobe Audition using the Fraunhofer encoder alright so I have that ready and here is that recording that I just now made by the way there was a pause in there just so you know okay so here I am recording in the Adobe Audition software And I am going to encode this at 64 kilobits per second using the Fraunhofer. Okay, and of course, there's another reason why I don't record in the software. Uh, I always have all kinds of problems with software. Anyway, not everybody does, I understand, but go back and listen to, what was it, uh, two episodes ago. You'll understand. Anyway, so yeah, there you go. Definitely a difference in audio quality between the two. Um, Now, here's the situation. You can still use Audacity as your audio editing suite of choice. It is a free software package. I just encourage you not to encode that to MP3 using the Lame Encoder. And so here's what I would suggest. I would say, first and foremost, if you can afford it and you are going to make podcasting a major part of your business, might as well go ahead and get Adobe Audition. It is it is superior. And so I, I, I love Adobe Audition. I've paid for it twice on two different systems, and, and I think it's worth the $349. But I understand not everybody wants to do that. So uh, Audacity is a great software solution. And so here's what I would recommend that you do. Um, You can use Audacity to edit your file, export it as a WAV file, which is uncompressed, and it'll put it on your desktop or will save it to your desktop. Then what you can do is you can use iTunes. That's right, you can use iTunes to use the uh, Fraunhofer encoder to convert this over to MP3 format. And you can do either like 128 kilobits per second for stereo or it'll, you know, if you tell it to switch it over to mono, it will do it at 64 kilobits per second. That's under the good quality setting. Now, um, you do need to open up iTunes and you need to go into the preferences and then there's a little thing that says... um, You know, it's all, uh, well, let me just go into it real quick so I can tell you. Uh, I've got iTunes pulled up on my system here, and I'm just going to go to iTunes and then preferences. Of course, if you're on a PC, I think it's something else. You might have to go to like tools and then edit and then options or whatever. Anyway, you're looking for import settings under the general tab. Click on import settings, and then uh, by default, it should say Import using AAC encoder, switch that over to MP3 encoder. And then um, I would suggest for podcasting that you switch it to good quality. And that will do that at 128 kilobits per second. And again, if your file is a mono file, it will do it at um, 64 kilobits per second. And then just click OK. And then what you can do is just drag your WAV file over into your music library. And then once it's there, you highlight the file that you just drug over there, click on Advanced up in the menu, and click on Convert to MP3. Then, in your library, you will have an MP3 version uh, encoded with the Fraunhofer encoder. Uh, hopefully, that is helpful to you. Um, if you buy the uh, Audacity 101 training, we've got all of that in there uh, on how to do that. That's over at podcastanswerman.com products if you're interested. But anyway, so... To answer your question, if I don't like the lame, what do I recommend? I would say the Fraunhofer encoder is the way to go. I do prefer Adobe Audition, personally. Uh, I think it's a full edit- editing. It, it is a great full... It's, Everything you need for audio editing and then some. In fact, it's got a whole lot more that you don't need. But anyway, it's the company that created the 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 tech, technology that we want to use, so um, they obviously are going to do it better than anybody else. And as you can tell from the examples here, here's again. I'll just click play here. Listen. This is a test of the lame encoder. All right, that's lame. And here's okay. So here I am recording in the Adobe Audition. So definitely you can tell the difference in audio quality between the two of those. All right, um, there you go. So uh, is the iPhone good enough for in-person interviews? All right. Now, first and foremost, I want to say that I personally prefer using the Edirol R-09HR digital audio recorder. I know you guys hear me talk about it all the time. Are there a ton of other recorders out there that will work perfectly for you? Absolutely. Is there one recorder that I have personally used to produce more than 2,200 of my more than 2,300 episodes? Yes. One of those recorders are out there that I have personally used without fail ever, and it's always been able to do everything I've ever wanted to do, and it's the Edirol R-09HR. That's why I love this device. So with that information, I do want to let you know that uh, you know the prices have come way down on those Um and uh, so you can you can search around and stuff like that. It, there'll be a link. If you go to PodcastAnswerMan.com, PodcastAnswerMan.com slash, uh, no, just go to PodcastAnswerMan.com, look for show notes for episode 183. And uh, I've got a link in there. Anyway, um yeah, so the Edderall R-09 recorder. One of the things is is I like to use the onboard record uh, microphones for recording interviews. I like to grab, I like to go to places where there's background, where there's noise. And and I know that sounds crazy, but I, I do. I like to go to a conference and I like to have, um, you know, the background of people talking in the background and stuff like that. And so that people, when they hear the interview, it's kind of like they feel like they're sitting there right there with you. Now, you don't have to do that. You can actually... Use a professional microphone like the RE50B. Microphone, the interview mic that I use, and the RE50B. Um, the, the way I use it, I've got a little XLR plug that plugs into the bottom of it, and it's got a one-eighth inch adapter on the other end, and or plug on the other end, and I plug that into the mic in on my Edderall. and I can actually do an interview, holding it, you know, up to my mouth, and then pointing it to them back and forth, and though that does perfect interviews without all, without all of that background noise. But if you want to hear some an, an example of an interview that I did at a very 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 loud restaurant Uh, Max and Irma's I'm going to play a clip from an interview I did with Mignon Fogarty who is also known as Grammar Girl here's the beginning of that interview we are here at Max and Irma's with Mignon Fogarty also known as Grammar Girl
1: Hi. and
0: I'm also here with my wife Stephanie by the way which is I think this is an all time first for you to be on a podcast answer man episode
3: I think it would be so, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm delighted to finally meet you in person. You're such podcasting superstars.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, so are you, I think. But anyway, we're excited that you uh, had a book signing. So, do you want to explain to f- the folks why you're here in Cincinnati and, and, and about your book, real quick?
3: Right. Well, my second book just came out, The Grammar Devotional, and um, I've been going around on a book tour promoting it. And I was able to come to Cincinnati to do that because the Cincinnati, uh, the Columbus School for Girls actually invited me to come speak at their school. So that's what got me in town. And then while I was here, I was able to do a book signing
0: too. Excellent. All right. So there you go. Um, this, my friends, was done. All I did is I set the recorder right there on the table in between myself and my wife and Mignon Fogarty. That's it. And by the way, that reminds me, I keep meaning, I want to get Stephanie onto an episode of Podcast Answer Man. I think some of you guys would really love to hear some of the insights Um uh, that she has related to podcasting. In fact, if you guys have questions for Stephanie, a Stephanie interview uh, for podcasting, um, you know, call those questions into our voicemail feedback hotline at 859-795-4067. seven nine five four zero six seven. I'll get Stephanie in here for an episode of Podcast Answer Man. That that it's crazy that we're we're almost approaching two hundred episodes, and she's only been there for that one uh, you know co interview with uh, Mignon. Anyway, so yeah. I, I this is the way that I prefer to do an interview just like you heard it there crystal clear you could hear the kids in the background you hear people jingling their you know, their, their silverware and stuff like that I think it adds a lot of flair and, and personality to it and uh, I personally like to do it but if you don't like it that way you want a nice clean and quiet environment and stuff like that um, you know you can certainly do it that way as well but your question is is an iPhone 4 good enough? Well I'm gonna tell you that an iPhone 3, Uh, A 3G, a 3GS, or an iPhone 4, all three of those devices are going to be great for interviews. And in fact, I encourage you to use a program that I use called iTalk, I-T-A-L-K, made by Griffin Technologies. I do suggest that you get the paid version. just because you know I like the fact that they created something so awesome and they had some major issues with their software when it first got developed and uh, created some some loud beeps here and there and uh, they worked with me tirelessly around the clock week after week after week trying to pinpoint what was causing that issue and now they have a flawless piece of software in my opinion I, for what I want to do and it's in unlike the voice memo app, um, there is no time limit. And uh, it, it's just really good. I really like it. There's a link to it in our in my show notes for episode 183 of uh, podcast answer man. If you want to if you want an example of the same style, this this was at a very loud meet and greet. I mean, this is an extremely loud environment. And I did not take my Ederol into this meet and greet with me, but I pulled out my iPhone 4 and Clicked record on iTalk and here is an is a sample interview from that. Okay, everybody, Cliff Ravenscraft here, and I am on the scenes at the Catholic New Media Conference, uh, and I am talking with Avery Grant. And Avery, how old are you? I'm 14 years old. Now, I know we've had some conversation already, and you're going to repeat some things. But uh, Avery here is a 14-year-old podcaster who's been podcasting now for the past year. And tell us what your podcast is.
3: Uh, My podcast is called Live Out Loud, and it's for Catholic kids and teens, Um, focusing on saints, apologetics, evangelism, and just listener-submitted questions, whatever people want to know about faith-wise we just talk about.
0: Well, there you go. And that is a sample of using the iPhone phone now the I think the Edderall picks up a little bit well first of all the Edderall picks up stereo but um, not only that but it gives a lot of fuller voice and sound to your voice you really feel like it's the same and you can tell that's just a little bit more tinty and stuff like that but it's perfectly sufficient um, so I, I prefer the Edderall recorder for interviews but yeah to answer your question uh, the iPhone 4 is good enough all right and so is the 3G and 3GS by the way all right, so next we're going to go to Chef Tony who has called in our next question. And I just need to go over here and find out what happened to my doc. There we go. Chef Tony, take it away, my friend.
4: Hey, Cliff. This is Tony Marchanti from Bethesda, Maryland, mostly known as Chef Tony. Uh, and I'm calling for the podcast Answer Man podcast. Been listening to a lot of your back episodes. Great information. Uh, and I had a question for you. I've noticed that on a lot of your content you seem to put it up on your blog with a, I would assume being a page instead of a post on your blog. In other words, um, you post it under you know xyz instead of maintaining it on the blog. And I just wondered what your strategy was behind that, um, and if you could uh, pontificate on that on one of your next episodes. And I appreciate you playing my call from last time. Got some great information, and I have actually signed up with Libsyn and started producing uh, two podcasts. Um, One is called uh, The Eyeballs Business Podcast, which is all about social media, internet marketing, and branding. And another one I do is called Chef Life, which is a restaurant and food podcast. But uh, they'll both be growing, and I'll make sure to alert you when they are at a size and a professional level enough to uh, spin out there for your public audience. But uh, thanks so much for all your information. It's a great show. Enjoying the back content, and keep on doing what you do. Take care.
0: All right, Chef Tony, thank you so much for calling in your question. And to answer your question, I always actually use blog posts. So here's the deal. I know exactly what, what Chef Tony is is wondering about. So normally, like if you look at episode... Uh, it, it, by the way, go to episode 183 for the show notes. I haven't decided the way that I'm going to do this one, but it, this one will probably be the same. If you go to PodcastAnswerMan.com and look up the show notes for PodcastAnswerMan.com uh, or go for 183 uh, this episode, it'll probably say PodcastAnswerMan.com slash 183 hyphen uh, P-A-M or answerman hyphen uh, the title with a bunch of dashes in it. And, and in fact, there's a, there's a sample of this uh, for 178 in my show notes it says podcastanswerman.com slash 178 hyphen pam hyphen a hyphen new hyphen thesis hyphen design hyphen four hyphen gsp i mean it just goes on and on and on and basically this is called permalinks and yeah, by default you're if you leave your default settings for wordpress it'll just say you know podcastanswerman.com slash question mark p equals and then a number and it would be the you know whatever number post that happens to be that day that's the the number now permalinks actually use keywords you know from your title of your blog post or your show notes or whatever the title is in that post it's going to use all those keywords and build out a long url and this is very useful for search engine results i know it used to play a big factor and i think it's probably still does today And so if I did an interview with Mignon Fogarty of Grammar Girl, I would put her name and the name of her podcast and all that other stuff in the title of my episode, but her name and the name of her podcast and everything else, including the word interview, uh, would also show up in the URL. So it'd be podcastanswerman.com slash whatever the episode number was, slash Pam, slash Mignon, hyphen Fogarty hyphen interview, hyphen grammar, hyphen girl, or what I mean, you get the idea. It, it it just really builds into, I think, some of the search engine stuff that really helps uh get your you found when people are searching for certain keywords. Now, occasionally, however, and this is what I think uh Chef Tony is talking about, if you look, if you were to go to com slash audio vs video and Plugins, all as one word, which is basically audio versus video and plugins. That would have been a, a, one of my recent episodes of Podcast Answer Man. There's another one called uh, podcastanswerman.com slash Heil, H E I L, P R 40. All one, all together. Heil P R four one zero Or no, I'm sorry, Heil P R four zero And then there's another one, podcastanswerman.com slash Bob Heil. H E I L. Okay. Those three might look like those are just pages because you're used to seeing podcastanswerman.com slash about or podcastanswerman.com slash contact or whatever. Whenever you see a short little tiny blur right after the URL, then you might assume that that's a page. Well, no, these basically in WordPress, you have the ability to shorten and to abbreviate any of your permalinks. So you can actually uh, just, when you're in a post and you, you're you getting ready, once you've titled it and you start typing into your post area, you'll notice it it'll show you a little preview right below your title what that permalink's gonna be. And you can click edit and you can make it slash whatever. Now, um, that it all depends on how you have your permalinks set up and all of that other stuff. If you really want some more details about this, I really encourage you to get podcastanswerman.com uh, product called uh wordpress for podcasters. And I go through that in great detail and show you, you know, the benefits of it and how to even set that up into your settings. So again, that's the WordPress for Podcasters webinar that you can find on my site at podcastanswerman.com slash products. So that's how I do it. Now with that being said, uh why why do I do that? Well it's real easy. Like for example, um You know, if if I'm out and about and somebody says, man, I love the Heil PR40, you know, um, how did you, you know, how did you get involved in selling this and why are you so excited about it? And I say, you know what, I'll tell you what, I talk a lot about that Uh, as far as why I'm excited about it. I I did an episode called The Power of the Heil PR40. And it's real easy for me to just say, hey, go to podcastanswerman.com slash Heil PR40. And that'll take you right to that episode that I did. That's a whole lot easier than giving them a huge, long URL, and it's a whole lot easier than saying, hey, go to PodcastAnswerMan.com, and then on the right-hand side, you need to scroll down right below this little thing that you'll see. You'll see a little section that says, the post I most often refer to. Well, then look for the one that says, Pi- I mean, it just gets complete. It's so much easier to just say, hey, go to PodcastAnswerMan.com slash HeilPR40, all right? Now, um, and of course, the same thing, it's like, hey, I did an interview with Bob Heil. If you're ever interested, go to PodcastAnswerMan.com slash Bob Heil, and it takes you right to that post, and so basically, that's what I'm doing there. Now, um, yeah, I I think that answers it. Now, I want to tell you, there are times, though, when I have created a page to display some podcasting content, and here's an example of this. Whenever you get a chance sometime, go to gspn.tv, that's my podcasting network, gspn.tv forward slash four eight hyphen days. Again, that's the number four, the number eight hyphen days. And that will give you an entire series of podcast episodes I did regarding Dan Miller's book, 48 Days to the Work You Love. And uh, I, I think if you go there, you'll understand why I created that as a page and that I want to send people to. And by the way, that page gets hits all the time. People are hitting that from Google all the time, even today. And it's a great way. And, and the reason why, one of the reasons why I did that is because it's several different episodes where I gave chapter by chapter reviews of this book back in the early days of my business when I was re- relearning uh, about how to do business and how, how to do the work that I love and how to think about the work that I do. And uh, it was so critical to me that I, I wanted to podcast about it. But I didn't podcast, you know, episode after episode after episode. There were lots of episodes in between. And this was a pl- way for me to create a s- resource that says, hey, if you want to hear my thoughts on this book, just go to this page and you'll hear all the episodes I ever did related to that one topic. So that's that's an idea of how you can do a page, um, but so hopefully that answers your question, Chef Tony. But uh, really, it's all it's all about the permalinks for me, and occasionally I, you know, there's I have to decide. You know, is this something I want to be able to, you know, do? Do I want the added benefit of all of those keywords being in a very long URL to help me? or in this scenario for this episode is there one key element about this podcast that I'm going to refer people back to over and over again and then maybe a short URL. And of course, I've talked about pretty link in the past uh, the pretty links password or uh, plugin in the past. You could also have the big huge long URLs, but then you could actually create short short URLs using pretty uh, pretty links, that will then, you can tell people to just go to, let's say, podcastanswerman.com slash Bob Heil, and it will forward to that big, long URL. It, you know, you have to decide what you want to do, really, honestly. So, hopefully, hopefully that helps you out. Hey, the next question is, what, what are your thoughts on getting rich quick? And honestly, this is a question that I'm asking myself, because, you know, I, I, last week, I, I played an interview Uh, that I did with Jason Van Orden and I shared with you last week also uh, and I say last week it was yesterday Uh, but last week I also shared with you the you know the email that one of my listeners sent in and I got another email from somebody else who is concerned about you know internet marketing and and types of you know and anytime somebody says ah you can earn money while you sleep at night and and all of this different stuff and and you know this this is something that you know I definitely uh, want to address because I, I want to be very clear on this. If anybody ever tells you that you can get rich quick overnight or even in a relatively short period of time and you can stop, you know you can quit your day job or if you've been laid off and, and you go at this thing within three months you're gonna make more money or six months you're gonna make more money than you ever dreamed possible. blah blah, blah blah blah. If anybody tells you that, Put some discerning ears on. You know, process this through all the other hype and all the other things that people have told you in the past. Has this ever? Have you ever seen somebody who just got rich quick overnight? Um, the the reality is is that this does does not happen quick. And, and and who knows if you'll ever achieve it? I you know there if anybody promises you that you're guaranteed to have results of you will make tons and tons of money. I mean, there's so many things involved. And, and of course, I encourage you to go to, and I'm, I, I don't know if I'll, well, I'll tell you what, I'm going to pause and put this in my show notes. Okay, I just added it to my show notes. Uh, And and basically go to podcastanswerman.com, look for show notes for episode 183, and then look for the place where you'll see, I strongly encourage you to listen to the two podcast episodes that can be found at the two following links. And it's gspn.tv slash passion and gspn.tv slash passion and the number two. And I clearly lay out what in in the first episode, in the first one there, it's a it's pursuing a balanced life, episode four twenty five. It's um, pursue your passion and the money will follow. And I clearly talk about the things that I believe are required for you to be able to find success in in pursuing your passion and making money from it. And no, not everybody has what it takes. All right, but I do talk about what it does take in that episode, and. Now here's the thing, I had all the things it takes. I do, I, I I have all the things that it took, except for self-discipline, but I learned it over time. Okay, I have all the things that it takes, and here's the thing, I consider myself to be extremely successful, I'm making some good money now. I'm not making as much money as, I'm, I, as I want to, I'm getting there, I'm still growing, but I'm making more money today than I made when I was in insurance, and so things are looking up, things are really great. But did this happen to me overnight? No. And if you want to hear how painful, just the, now you don't get the entire full story. Stephanie still wasn't comfortable sharing every minute detail. But man, you guys know me; we share a lot of details. And so, if there's any time when we say there's some details we we don't we just don't want to share. But but seriously, go listen to uh, pie, uh, gspn.tv/passion the number two gspn.tv slash passion2, you will hear a glimpse and a very big glimpse of just how difficult this thing was the first year I did this business. It was painful, but at the same time, it was the most joyful time of my life. And if that's possible, it was the most painful and the most joyful time of my life at the same time. It's absolutely true. I never experienced so much joy and high intense anxiety it was just crazy what it took the first year that i did this business and by the way that's after i had already been doing it kind of as a hobby but then kind of part time for 2 years before i made that decision and and so this stuff is not it's a lot of hard work it's a lot of hard work i you know get rich quick it's not going to happen make money while you sleep I think it's possible. I think making money while you sleep is something that can be possible within three to six months. I really do. Now, does making money while you sleep mean that you are going to be rich within six se- No, making money while you sleep is all about this thing called passive income. Making money while you sleep is is, is a no-brain thing. It's something where you work really, really hard to create a product or a service that somebody can purchase from you that doesn't require your one-on-one time with them, but instead is something that you have put lots of blood, sweat, and tears into getting something that is something that is so highly valuable that somebody will want to buy it, and make sure that you price it so that... The that your your audience, the person who is buying your product is getting a lot more value than the actual value that you charge. I believe in get always giving more than what people are expected that you expect people to give to you in return. It's all about over-delivering, you know, and and so this is this is huge for me. Okay, this is huge. I am all about making money smart so that I don't, I, I want to get to the point where I don't have to work the number of hours that I work now. I'm working a whole lot less hours than when I first started. I used to work six, you know, somewhere between 80 to 120 hours a week. I mean, I'm telling you, it was crazy. 12, 16-hour days. I mean, it was ridiculous um, how many hours I worked. To get to where I am today. But I was sold out to this thing. I was passionate. I was devoted to making this a success. And anything other than success was not an option for me. All right. So, so, but the thing is, is I don't always want to work that. I don't want to, I don't want to work. The number of hours that I'm working this year, I do not want to work this number of hours this time next year. And I am creating things that will help me make money while I sleep or while I'm out uh, on the treadmill. I want to make money while I'm doing this. And I want to do it in such a way that that money that I'm making is benefiting other people's lives. So so it, there's nothing creepy or slimy about this idea of me creating a video training product that I sell for $100 that it, that benefits you beyond imagination that cuts out you know weeks if not months of learning curve on so many different things on so many different levels and to know that you know right now as i'm recording this my consulting rate is 150 dollars an hour and for you for me to sit down and spend two hours with you one-on-one is going to cost you 300 dollars all right one-on-one it's going to cost me two hours of my time it's going to cost you two hours of your time plus three hundred dollars So, um, but the thing is, of course, for that $300, am I giving you extreme value? and Do I believe what I'm giving you is so much more valuable than the $300? Absolutely, I do. Otherwise, I wouldn't want you to hire me. If I don't believe it, I don't want you to pay me. So, so the thing is is people are more than willing to to fill up my consulting schedule which I love and I appreciate and I and I and the thing is get hear this I still in a year from now do I still want to do consulting calls one-on-one yes I do because I love people I love you guys but do I always want people to to you know want me all hours of the night every single day of the week no I want to be able to do some things like so for example you know instead of hiring me for a three, for two hours at $300, why don't I give you a two-hour training seminar that is everything I would have taught you, but even sometimes more than that, because I actually had time ahead of time to to really outline and think clearly exactly, step-by-step, step everything I want to show you, and not only that, but you get the benefit of actually keeping that video and watching it over and over again, taking it step-by-step-by-step by step by step going over it and again, and actually being able to watch it on one screen and do it on another screen, do you know how much how much more, val- I mean, that is so much more valuable than the $300, and I'm selling it for one third the cost, do I feel bad when I wake up in the morning and there are three people who paid $100 a piece for a training product, and I made $300 while I slept at night, no, I don't feel bad, no, I don't. Not at all. This is not bad. Are these things possible? Yes. Will you make $300 right away? No. No, it's not going to happen overnight. It's not. It's just not. You're not going to get rich quick. My fa- one of my favorite quotes from any book is a quote from Jason Fried's book called Rework. I have a link to this, which is an affiliate link by the way. If you click on it and purchase Jason Fried's book, I might actually make a dollar and 50 cents in commission. So just so you know, FCC or whoever that is, federal FTC trade commission, whatever. So yeah, there you go, there's my my little spiel. Yes, I do get a commission if you click and buy his book. Not a big deal to be honest with you. Uh, You can just go to Amazon and buy it directly if you want. But anyway, here's my favorite, one of my favorite quotes of all time. It's called, the myth of the overnight sensation. And it says this, and I am going to add the emphasis on certain words, okay? This is just plain text on his, on his uh, book, but I can imagine he might have said it this way when he was thinking it, as he was writing it, but this is certainly the way that I am going to read it and put my own spin on it as far as emotionally. So here you go. You will not be a big hit right away. You will not get rich quick. You are not so special that everyone will instantly pay attention. No one cares about you, at least not yet. Get used to it. You know those overnight success stories you've heard about? It's not the whole story. Dig deeper and you'll usually find people who have busted their butts, and I've actually substituted a word there, for years to get into a position where things could take off. And on the rare occasion that instant success does come along, it usually doesn't last. There's no foundation to support it. Trade the dream of overnight success for slow, measured growth. It's hard, but you have to be patient. You have to grind it out. You have to do it for a long time before the right people notice. My friends, let me tell you, that is my life right there. That is my life. You know, find something you love to do so much that you'd be willing to do it all day long for free, because guess what? You might have to do it all day long for free for a while. (laughs) I'm not kidding you. It sounds ridiculous, but go and listen to those episodes I talked to you about, gspn.tv slash passion and passion too. You'll understand, it cost me $14,000 out of my pension account for me to do this the first year I did this. It cost me. I made no money the first year, okay? But today, Five years after doing this, and by the way, three you know, doing it two years as a hobby and now three years doing it full time, I'm making more money now than I ever made before. Okay, so yeah, it's possible. Am I making money while I sleep at night? Yeah. Sometimes how much money am I making? 40 bucks. Sometimes how much money am I making? Zero dollars. Sometimes there's there are weeks that I'll make five, six, seven, eight hundred dollars. Uh, where where people buy products. There are weeks where I won't sell a single solitary thing. And guess who it depends on for me to make that happen? Me, it does. Just because you put products on your site doesn't mean they're magically gonna sell. Sometimes it will. And if somebody promises you that they have a success model that's gonna guarantee you that you're gonna just keep selling, 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 well, you know what? There are some smart things out there. There are some things that I'm going to learn how to do uh, or I should say, by the time you hear this, I already have learned from Pat Flynn's uh, Passive Income Strategy for Podcasters, which will eventually be available for sale, by the way. Um, you know, hit me up later. Uh, anyway, the thing is, though, I, there are things you can do that make this a whole lot easier to make money. But the fact is, is it's not going to happen overnight. You're not going to get rich quick. And you are not. It. Here's the thing. There are proven tools out there that given the right circumstances and the right dedication, the right determination, the right talent, the, the right self amount of self-discipline, the right amount of faith, the right amount of passion, the support of your spouse if you're married. There are some things that you can put in place that make this all work together and, and give you a very high chance, a very good chance of of success and and it and it's kind of proven itself over and over again. There are formulas out there for success. I do believe that I do believe that. But it doesn't happen overnight. You will not be an overnight success. And I'll tell you what. It, it here it was not until September of this past year. So it's been a year ago now that things really took off. And I'm going to just I'm going to um I'm going to uh, re-quote just the last part of that um, quote from the book. Trade the overnight dream or the dream of overnight success for slow, measured growth. It's hard, but you have to be patient. Now, here's the deal: it is hard. That first year, extremely painful. I've told people over and over again: there was never a month when Stephanie and I sat down to do the bills together that one of us was not in tears. All right? Either Stephanie was in tears. Or I was in tears, or we were both in tears when we sat down to pay the bills that first year. It was painful, but we gr- we did. We had we had to grind it out, and we grinded it out. We got by. We continued. We were not deterred. We f- I failed at several attempts to do certain things, and I continued to move forward with different plans, putting the formulas into place. And yes, it did finally kick in and it says you have to do it a long time before the right people notice and i'm going to give you an example of two of the right people who noticed what i was doing and um this is a very long testimonial and uh you know this is going to be played for a couple of different reasons five minutes and 36 seconds joe put this together for me so i could put it up on my testimonials page over at podcastanswerman.com slash testimonials But uh, I'm going to play this, and then I'm going to tell you why Joe Lample was one of the right people who noticed me. And uh, here's what Joe Lample has to say about the kind of work that I do.
1: Hi, Cliff and everybody that's listening. My name is Joe Lample, and I produce and host a national public television show called Growing a Greener World. And it just so happens that that's also the name of my podcast, but that started well before my television show, thanks to Cliff. I've never met Cliff before, but I feel like I've known him all my life. I'd been studying about podcasting. I had an interest in it for years. I'd listened to them all the time, and I knew that that was something I wanted to do, so I would read a lot of books about it. But I also know that that's really not the way that I learn best. I need somebody to teach me and show me how to do something, especially something like podcasting. So one day, I'd made the decision it was time to do my own podcast. So I went online, I Googled podcast consultant, and a couple guys came up. And I reached out to both of them. Cliff was one. However, he was the guy that I spoke to last. The first guy was pretty impressive, and I liked him a lot. And then Cliff called. But there was something about Cliff that uh, he's convincing, he's calming, he's so positive that it just felt right. And you know, you look at his picture on the, online, and, and he even looks like the kind of guy you want to hire for podcasting consulting. So I knew that he was my guy. So after the first minute of speaking with Cliff... I knew that all my cares were going to be gone and indeed within a couple days, we had scheduled our appointment to set up my website and to produce my first podcast. That was about two years ago. Today I have a nice series that I'm building as I have time and with Cliff's help, that's certainly a no-brainer. And what's cool about Cliff, he even comes up with new ways to teach that improve how he does what he does and it makes my job even easier and I love that about him, but uh on his advice, ultimately I upgraded my equipment to a Hyle PR-40 and an Eterol R-90, which is funny because I didn't even know what those things were before I met Cliff and you know now they just roll off my tongue. But it made a big difference. And so when I'm speaking to major companies about underwriting or something else, I can proudly refer them to my podcast with confidence because I know that the quality of the sound and the production value of my podcast, thanks to what I learned from Cliff, It's such a great compliment and extension on my overall brand that it's an easy way to communicate my value. And it's because of that quality that I'm now able to sell exclusive underwriting spots to each of the shows that I produce for a pretty tidy profit. And I have Cliff to thank for all of that. When I started working with Cliff, his rates were a lot lower than they are today, about a third as much. And I knew that that wasn't going to last. I knew he was way too good for that price. And since then you know, certainly he's gone up and he should because he's worth every penny. And I can tell you that there isn't one single person that's worked with Cliff that hasn't felt like they've gotten their money's worth. In fact, they're the ones that always get the better deal. And I like to think of Cliff as a preacher teacher. He's so passionate about what he does and he's so excited to share his knowledge that you can't help but benefit from all he has to offer. And like Cliff, I love podcasting and I love to listen to them and I travel a lot in my work. And it's funny. If I can ever drive, I will. And it's not because I'm afraid of flying or anything like that. It's just because I need my Cliff time. And if I can get six hours in the car of just listening to back-to-back-to-back podcast of one of Cliff's many shows, then I am so happy. And that's what I always strive to do. And it's actually even worse than that. I try to work out on a regular basis. And I got a lot of great motivational music in my iPhone, but... <laughs> When I go to select my motivational music, it's not music at all. It's Cliff's podcast, but they really are that interesting. And Cliff, I know that you kind of struggle with getting on a routine for working out as well, and motivation can sometimes be a problem. But may I suggest one of your podcasts, because it works wonders. It's exactly what the doctor ordered, and I bet it would even work for you. But anyway, uh, I'll close with this. You know, in addition to being incredibly grateful for finding Cliff and in knowing that he was the guy to make it all better when it came to having an awesome podcast, I get a real emotional boost from engaging with Cliff, even if it's just listening to one of his shows. And I knew from day one that this was a guy that was going to get too busy for all the people demanding his time. And I made him promise early on that he'd always try to save a little time for me. And he's kept his promise. That prediction came true all too quickly. And for anyone that's had the opportunity to work with Cliff, or if you're just thinking about it, or if you're on the fence, let me just tell you this, run, don't walk to work with him, hire him. I promise you, you won't be sorry. I always like to look at the test of a good decision as the test of time, where you've had a chance to go out into the future and look back and ask yourself, did I do a good thing or did I do a bad thing? And and looking back at my time with Cliff, boy, was that a good decision. That was a great decision. But for me, Cliff, you've given me everything I hired you for. But more importantly than that, you've enriched my life far beyond teaching me how to have a great podcast. What a blessing you are to my professional and personal life, Cliff. And I just want to thank you for that and for giving me the opportunity to share those thoughts right here. This was truly my pleasure. And take care, buddy.
0: Joe, I, I, I sent him this email and, and I'm like, dude, I'm almost speechless. And, and of course, you know, I'm not. I, I mean, no, I seriously am almost speechless, but I'm not speechless. But wow, I, I, folks, let me tell you, this is one of this was the this in my mind, this was the first guy. Who who noticed? All right, uh, this was the first. This is I'm sorry. Th- this is the first right guy that noticed. And, and and I hope the those of you who noticed me and, and stuff like that before, please in please hear me out here. Uh, again, he, I'm gonna read this quote. Trade the dream of overnight success for a slow for slow measured growth. It's hard, but you have to be patient. You have to grind it out. You have to do it for a long time before the right people. Notice, and for for me, Joe was the was the first sign of somebody who was the right person to notice what I was doing. Because when Joe first hired, hired me, I was I was fifty dollars an hour. i I was one third the cost of what I am today, and Joe was the first person who ever said, "Wow, Cliff, you need to raise your rates. You you, you do not charge enough." And of course, Joe, the thing is, is I developed friendships with my audience, and and I've developed friendships with my clients. And uh, you know, Joe and I talked a lot. I mean, it's kind of like you know, a consulting call with Joe is kind of like hanging out and just talking with a friend. And uh, Joe listened to a lot of my podcasts, and he knew just how much I were. He's like, "Gosh, Cliff, you know what?" you don't you there you need to charge more i'm just done you, you just need to charge more and i didn't believe that it was possible i didn't think that people would pay me more and and i was had i just had a real hard time with the comment i was still struggling with that old way of thinking it's like nobody's going to pay me to do what i love all day i mean seriously that's just silly talk and of course you know i knew it was true somewhere but it was in just wasn't registering he's like listen there's going to be a day there's going to be a day cliff that you're going to be so busy that you're not going to have time for somebody like me. And, and, and you know it's going to take me weeks to get onto your schedule. And, and I hope that if that ever happens, that you'll just always save some spots for me, as he said in his thing there. And, but, and, and I'm like, I'm thinking he'll yeah, right. seriously. Come on. And he's like, I'm telling you, he just, will you make me the promise that I, you'll make time for me? And, and and I'm like, yeah, I make you that promise. And of course, uh, he came to me with a pretty hefty deadline of, uh, gosh, it was about three months ago, four months ago. I could look in the high rise account and find out. But he came to me with a pretty big deadline. I am not kidding you. And uh, I, th- to be honest with you, when he came to me, he says, Cliff, I need about eight hours of your time uh, to carve out a big project that I'm doing. And I looked at my schedule and I'm like, the earliest I would have for even like two hours of my time was about two and a half weeks out. And so, you know what I did? I fulfilled my promise to Joe. I said, you know what? I'm clearing out my Monday. Normally, I do this on Mondays, but I'll tell you what, this Monday is yours. And, uh, you know, w- wait a second. Wait, you have a deadline and it has to be done on Tuesday. Ah, wait a second. I'll tell you what, normally I don't, you know, I had this going on Saturday. But I'll tell you what, if I wait until Monday, there we there's a potential we're going to run into some issues. I'll tell you what, I'll reschedule Saturday. I'll block out eight hours on Saturday, and I will also block out Monday just in case. And I, I did. I did that for Joe because I, I'll tell you what, I'll do that for Joe because this was one of those people who believed in me, who told me Cliff, it you, you, this you've got to promise me there's you'll you'll make room in your schedule for me and I did because he believed in me and he was one of the people who consistently uh, built into my confidence of understanding the value that I had. and I'm uh, now Joe was was and I say this Joe was the first right person to notice. I've had a lot of right people notice since Joe. And a lot of clients who have told me time and time again that my rates were too low and that the value that I give is so much more. And here's the thing. Now, my confidence level probably may a little bit too high. My head, sometimes I might actually have to I'm, I'm thinking I might actually have to remodel my studio to have a door that has like um, like a little oval shape at the top for I walk when I walk in because sometimes my head swells so big that that I just need a bigger you know headroom in the door to get through. Uh, I'm just kidding, I think. No, seriously though, here's the thing. My rates currently right now are $150 an hour. And I know for a fact that my I could charge more, and I would still stay booked. I know this. I currently have no plans, and I say currently, but I currently have no plans to raise my rates. Uh, you know, I, and I've talked about this once or twice before. But I like who I'm working with right now, and and I like the level of people that I'm working with. And and yeah, I know that I could actually charge twice what I charge now, and I know where to find the clients, and that that would tr- pay me that amount of money. And more. I know but you know what? I, I I don't mind working for those clients and I certainly don't mind getting paid for the same kind of work that I love to do anyway. But, but I tell you what, there's a whole lot more fun working with the level of people that I work with now. And I like working with people who are just starting it out. Uh, I love the people who are, who are you know, who are, I love helping people who have been laid off and who are really struggling. But man, they see what I do is to help them as an investment. And it certainly is an investment. It's a costly investment at $150 for these people. Uh, but they are taking the advice and they're moving forward and they're changing their lives and hopefully one day they'll they'll be one of those people who could pay a lot more money and and the thing is you know for me none of this is about the money this whole get rich quick thing whatever you know do i want to get rich absolutely who doesn't i mean seriously I'm, i'd be lying to you if, if I, I but do i it, it's not about the money I want to help people. I want to I just I just want to know that my, you know, my bills are going to be paid. I want to know that, you know, my family's well taken care of. If my kids need braces, I want I want to not lose sleep overnight about it. If, you know, if if uh if there's a serious medical issue and, you know, something happens my health insurance doubles or triples, over the next five years, I want to make sure that the money's just there and that it's not one of the things that I lose sleep over anymore. I mean, that, is that so bad? Do I, I want to put some money away for it, my retirement. I want to put money away. I want to be able to, you know what, I I can I just say, I'm so thankful. I won't tell the dollar amount that I gave, but I gave a very significant financial donation to a cure for breast cancer for a friend of mine in my gspn.tv community who did a three-day walk. I think she walked... I can't remember. It might be uh, uh, 90 miles. Anyway, she walked a ton for three days. And I gave a very significant donation. And you know what? I've never been able to do that before. And do you know how much joy it gave me? I'm not going to tell you how much it was. It doesn't matter. It, I, I had so much joy in giving. And I'm at a place now where I'm able to give from time to time. And I want to be able to give more like that. And And, and it gives me so much joy. But you know what, I have one more tutorial, uh, or tutorial, testimonial from somebody that I want to play, and I'll just let it close out the show. And folks, just know this, these people didn't notice me right away. Joe did not notice me the first year that I was in business, uh, and Dan Miller didn't notice me until just about a year ago. Uh, But the day will come, I believe, if you have all the other things in place I believe that the day will come when, you know, if you grind it out, get through all the hard stuff, the painful stuff, the very difficult times, you grind it out, you have the patience. you have the determination, and you go for it. Eventually, the right people will notice. And here's what it sounds like. This is what people are saying when the right people notice. And these are the people who know other people who consistently send people to me. And uh, folks, no. It's not about getting rich quick. And it's not even about making money while you sleep at night immediately. In fact, that's probably not going to happen immediately. But there will be a time when some pretty significant things can happen if you follow through on some proven principles and some proven formulas. Anyway, I just want to say thank you to all of you who attended our Passive Income Strategy for Podcasters webinar of course, that webinar took place. Uh, of course, it takes place tomorrow for me as I'm recording this. But it took place this past Saturday on October 23rd, and I know for a fact it was awesome. Uh, and here's the other thing: uh, if you haven't done so already, check out my thesis training uh, uh, tutorial. Where uh, te- I can't talk anymore. I'm so excited, and and now I'm I'm spent. Uh, I should just wrap up. But anyway. Um, The thesis training webinar, this is where I'm actually gonna teach you how to take a default WordPress theme, uh, plain Jane stuff, and turn it into something that looks like podcastanswerman.com or virtualassistantpodcast.com. In 90 minutes, I will show you step-by-step, and yes, if you attend the webinar, or actually, if you sign up for the webinar, even if you don't attend that day because of a scheduling conflict, uh, the following week, you will get the videos, and you will be able to follow these step by step to take a uh, standard WordPress installation and turn it into uh, something that looks just like um, you know the, uh, the the websites that I create for myself and for a lot of my clients. And so, uh, folks, here's another person who uh, took notice. This is another right person, and I will tell you, Dan Miller is responsible for sending a lot. Of clients, my way, and uh, hopefully one day you'll you'll get the traction and you'll grind it out, and then these kind of right people will notice you as well. God bless you all. Here's here's what Dan has to say, and he'll wrap up the show.
3: Hi, this is Dan Miller, author of Forty Eight Days to the Work You Love. Now, some of you may be familiar with my podcast, and if so. You've heard me talk about Cliff Ravenscraft. Cliff is known as the podcast answer man and has proven the validity of that self proclaimed title. Cliff is the podcast answer man, both in terms of making a podcast engaging and in knowing how to select the best equipment to get the job done. I had Cliff coach me in both of these areas. He sat down with me. Now, this is after I'd been doing a podcast for about three years already, but then he gently coached me in some critical areas that I now realize have allowed for some major improvements. I'm so much more confident now in creating a podcast that can stand with the best in terms of professional sound and hopefully content as well. Cliff. Keeps learning and refining his own podcast and has attracted an enormous following as a result. I highly recommend him as the go-to guy for all things podcast. If you're looking to start a podcast or improve an existing one, Cliff Ravenscraft is indeed your answer man.